So we're starting Perek Chi, Amar Rabbi Akiva. As we mentioned last time, according to Tesis, at least, this is the simpler explanation. This Perek comes in continuation to the fact that we brought, in the end of last Perek, a din with a pasuk which didn't prove it properly. It was just like a hint. Remez, Zeichel so we're going to bring a bunch of other halachis, which also don't are amidah rabbanon, and don't have a proper source in, in the pasuk. But this is a hint. Also, the pasuk that we're going to bring over here in the first halacha is a continuation of the same subject that we brought in last mishnah, the same nevuah of Yishaya about the, 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 the negative nevuah about the yidin. So it continues and it speaks about how yidin should treat. Avodah to do tshuva. They should throw away the Avodah So we're going to discuss how the Pasuk describes how you should throw away the Avodah Rashi mentions that one of the Mishnahis later, one of these halachas will be a halacha related to Shabbos, a halacha about washing a child after a bris milah. But Tosis asks, it's later, and it's not the subject of our Perek. We were talking about carrying, and that's talking about Brismila. But it could be, Balabatish, that Rashi is saying that we wouldn't just bring a, a bunch of halachas just because of the fact that they're related to the idea of bringing a hint and a pasuk, if there would be none of the halachas which are somewhat related to Shams. Because one of the halachas are related to Shams, Therefore, as if Rebbe found the right to bring all these Mishnayas here, although the connection is just a small connection of the fact that there's a hint in the post. So the first subject will be Avodazor. Midiraisa Avodazor isn't Tommy. Avodazor should be destroyed, but it's not Tommy. However, Midirabonon, they wanted you to be far from Avodazor, and therefore they said that it's Tommy. And the question is, which tumah did they compare it to? There are many different halachas of tumah, different types of tumah, which have different rules. Which one do we compare it to? One second. Which one do we compare it to? So, Rabbi Akiva is going to say that we're going to compare it to the tumah of Nida, which we'll see soon has specific halachas to it. The one he's going to quote in the Mishnah is, that is metanei b'masuk. That if someone carries it, even if he doesn't touch it directly, he still becomes tamei. Not every tuma has that rule. Nevela has it, a mace has it, but a sheretz, for example, doesn't have it. Uh, certain the eight creatures that are metamei, if you touch them, you become tamei. But if you carry them, you, you're not, you do not become tamei. So they compared avedazarna to nida that b'masuk with carrying it, lifting it without touching. A person also becomes tummy. And we have a hint for that in the Pasuk. That's not a proof, because it's a Tumid Rabbanan, but there's a hint for that. Amir Rebbe Akiva, Minayin, how do we know? That by lifting it, even without touching it, if there's something in between, a person becomes tummy, which that's similar to Anida, which, which you become tummy from her, by lifting her, even if you don't touch her. Shinem, as it says, Tizrin kemoi dava. You shall throw it away. We'll see soon exactly in the Gemara what exactly the word Tizrin means. But 
push them away, be distant from them, like a nido. Say to Marloi, tell them that they to leave. So why does it say compared to Idava to Nida? Ma Nida mitama b'masa, just like a Nida makes a person tummy by lifting her. Ava b'dezara mitama b'masa, so b'dezara also by lifting it, one becomes tummy. Fine. So now we're going to bring a Mishnah in Mesechta b'dezara, which is going to bring this din of Rabbi Akiva, but it's going to bring that midi to machloikis. Rabbi Kiva says this halacha that it's like a midi. Chachamim also agree that it's tame, but they don't compare it to a midi, they compare it to a sheritz. And we'll see soon what's the difference to halacha. Tanan also, we learned the Mesafta Vidazor. So first, it starts off with a different halacha. I don't know exactly why we have to quote over here the beginning of the Mishnah as well. But it discusses the idea of besides. I mean, there's already becoming tummy. There's another making you tummy. There's another halacha which he, that you're not allowed to give any benefit to having the zone. So if someone bought a house or built a house, and then uh, I mean, the house built it right next to him or whatever it is, and he's a neighbor to having the zone house, fine, that's fine. But one of his walls fell down, and. He wants to rebuild it, and, and, and the Abidazara house used his wall, the outside of his wall, as a wall of the Abidazara house. So now, if I'm going to rebuild it, I'm building a wall for Abidazara. Who cares if it's my wall? I'm helping Abidazara. I'm not allowed to do that. So, what do you do? You back off four arms into your property and you build the wall over there. Now, what's going to happen? They're going to have extra space? No, fill it up with some mud and some thorns. It's your space, you can do whatever you want. So they don't have a wall and they don't have space and whatever, whatever, don't do, don't do. But you didn't give them any benefit. If his house was right, was a neighbor to have a house. And the wall fell. Also, you may not build the wall in the place which will serve the Kate said, what should you do? Back off into your own property, and there you could do it, then you build it. Now, what if to begin with, you both were partners in building the wall? Or let's say not, let's say you bought it off a goy, which was a partner with David house, and therefore half of the wall belongs to David and half of the wall belongs to you. And now the wall fell. So, and you basically, one second, one second. I'm sorry, the first example was the opposite story. The first example was you bought a house, which to begin with, the wall. I'm just trying to think how it works. And I'm trying to think how it works. Let me think of this works in a second. Okay. Basically, like this if the wall totally belonged to you and you have to back off four amas, two meters, you measure the wall as part of the two meters back off two meters, including the wall, 
and then build your wall. However, if half of the wall belongs to Avidazara, it's not enough to back off two meters from the further end of the wall. You have to count two meters from half of the wall because half of the wall already belonged to Avidazara. If you just back off two meters from the further outside end of the wall, you didn't back off into your property for Amis. So you must calculate from halfway through the wall, then back off, then back off for Amis. And that's what you have to do if the wall was half, was a sheared wall between you and Avidazara. So again, how you should live Avidazara? If the wall was a partnered wall, need the mechzal If you want to measure for Amis, you have to measure it from halfway through the wall. You cannot measure it from the outside end of the wall. Fine. Then the Mishnah continues. Then the Mishnah continues. Avonov ve'etzav All the actual wall that fell down, the wood, the 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 the, the, the rocks, the wood, any any clay they put in between, mitamin kesheres, in the second case, when the wall belonged to Avedazara, that part which belonged to Avedazara is Tomei. That's why, now I asked the question before, why, why did you want to have to bring this whole Mishnah? This is why, because the whole subject of the tumor is because the wall fell and it belonged to Avedazara. So you want to know that that wall which belonged to Avedazara is Tomei. So says the Mishnah, it's Tome like a Sheretz, like a creature, like the eight creatures which are Metame. It says, you should treat it as something disgusting. But the Torah uses the word Shakets, which is the same word he uses for Sheretzim, for those creatures, which means treat it like a creature, like a Tome, like a creature, that it's that whatever rules of Tome it has. Rabbi Akiva, even like we said in our Mishnah, Kinido. Shenemer, as it says, Tizer and Kimaydava, throw it away like a, like a needle. And Lemainaf Kimina, Ma Nido Mitama Bimasa, a Sheretz, a creature, if you carry it without touching it, you don't become Tommy. But a Nido, if you carry it without touching it, you do become Tommy. So for that, we compare it to a Nido, that just like a Nido's Mitama Bimasa, have it as our Mitama Bimasa. Now, if you learn the Mishnah simply, it sounds like Rabban and Hold. If you lifted it, David the Zoda without touching it, you're not Tommy. But the Rabbah is not happy with that. Omar Rabbah, look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Tizrein, the Omar Krah. When the Pasuk says Tizrein, what does the word Tizrein mean? Tizrein comes from the Shoder Zor, a foreigner. Nochrinu minoch, make it foreign to you. Kizor, like a foreigner. Say tell it to leave, don't tell it to come in, which means to say like this. The Pasuk already said before, but you should make it tome, you should look at it as tome. Why does the Pasuk have to add tizrein? It's saying make it more distant than just regular tome. So the Pasuk is telling you make it more distant than regular tome. So obviously Rabbanan will also agree that it has a severe level of tome. It can't be that Abundant Hold, the Yalada, that you lift it without touching it to your Torah. It can't be. Because the Pasuk says that it's Rispiti Mason, make it Tommy. And then it says Tizrei, make it far and say Tommy Marloi, get it out of your property. So the Pasuk is telling you treat it 
as distant as possible. How could Abanan come and say that, no, it's a lower level of Tumah? It can't be. It must be that Abanan also agree that you know, if you lift it, you become Tumah, even without touching it. But the Mishnah clearly said otherwise. So that's who's going to come and say, no, it must be that there's a certain type of lifting which is unique for a nidah, and that type of lifting, the Rabbanon hold, doesn't apply to Abu Zor. What is that? Based on what we just said, our Abba says, Everyone agrees that if you lift it without touching it, you're telling me. The discussion in Lenida, because it's similar to Nida, because since the Pasuk is coming to make it, they treat it in a strict way, when it compares it to Nida, obviously that's something accurate that it has to be with all, with most of the severity of a Nida. Keep leaking. So what are they arguing about? Be'evin misami. So Rashi explains evin misami means it's a rock which is not, uh, it usually masa would mean, or mishkova moshe would mean, I'm sitting, let's say, on a mattress, and the mattress is sitting on a board, and the board is sitting on a, on a I don't know what, some other stands. So all of them become tummy because you're resting on all of them. But what if the, this, you have a rock standing on pegs. Misami means lifted, standing on pegs. And then there's some things under that rock touching it, but practically the rock is not resting on them. So it's not really lifted by them. It's not massa as in they're holding it. They're not really holding it. And since they're not really holding it, then, then uh, you would think that it doesn't become tummy. But by a, by a need that is a special puzzle, which says no, even in such a case when the things were under it and they weren't actually holding it, they become tummy. So that's the type of masa. That's the type of masa where Chachamim say um, that's unique for Nida, and that we won't apply to Avidazar. Tesis explains that Misami means it's a very heavy rock. And therefore, when let's say the Zoh puts a foot on it or a hand on it and, and rests on it, it's totally insignificant. The object under it, as if is not affected at all by the extra weight. The extra weight is totally insignificant. It's a real heavy rock. So that's also something which is unique for Anida. And nevertheless, since you were standing on it, even if it's totally insignificant, the weight that you added, it still it still makes it tummy. So that Chacham say does not apply to Avidah Zor. That's only to Anida. Rabbi Kiva Sovar it does make things tummy even with a lifted rock or with a heavy rock. also makes things tummy goes on top of a lifted rock or a heavy rock. And no. For that, I have to use what the Torah compared to Sheretz to say that it's a bit more lenient than a Nidor. For that, to compare it to Hashanah to say that just like Hashanah does not make things tummy by lifted rock because it doesn't make anything tummy by lifting altogether, but still it doesn't make things tummy with a lifted rock, and therefore also doesn't make things tummy with a lifted or a heavy rock. Okay, 
But the Torah compared it to Asheretz. What is Rabbi Kiva going to do with that Pasuk? Why did the Torah compare it to Asheretz if it's compared to something more strict, Tanida? says, the Gemara Lim Sham All the things that are the, the utensils which serve that way, the Zoda, they're also Tanida. But not with such a severe tumor like Avedu Zoda. They're talking like a shenitz. So the Torah compared to Avedu Zoda to a shenitz to say that the utensils which are serving the Avedu Zoda are talking like a shenitz, but Avedu Zoda itself is like a needle. Now, okay, we already said this before, but you just emphasizing it again. According to Rabbanu, why did the not be compared to Anida, Lemasa. That's what we said that Lemasa, they also agree that that uh, that that uh, if you lift up with the Zoda without touching it, you become Tom. So I wait one second. Nida is not unique, it's not the only tumor that's metamid the Lemasa. There's also too much space, okay, but that has other uh, stringencies. But there's Nevela. Nevela is a perfect match. Nevela is Metami Bemaso. It's not Metami Be'evin Misami. It's not Metami with this lifted or heavy rock, only with a proper Maso, proper lifting. So you have a perfect match. Why didn't the Navi call it a Nevela? Why, why did he call it a Nidam? But look, Rahman on the Nevela. Why couldn't he compare it to a Nevela? In an Achinami, you're right, you have a good point. There's another detail why it's compared to a Nidam. Anita is a light person. And therefore, she's only in time a full body. If, if she passes away, she doesn't have too much Nida, she has too much mace. And therefore, if the Ivarim are separate, then it's not it's not Metami too much Nida. A broken Avidu Zora doesn't make you tummy. A complete Avidu Zora makes you tummy. A broken Avidu Zora doesn't make you tummy. For that, it was compared to Tanida, not to Anavela. So that's why Rabbanu and all those compared to Tanida. Fine. Says the Gemara, one second. This halacha, if a broken Avidu Zora makes you tummy, is a question that was asked. Rav Chaman Bar Guri once asked the question. Is a broken Avidazara, does the parts of Avidazara make you tummy or not? Let him prove from this discussion we just said that Rabbanon hold that the comparison to Nida is telling you that if it's broken, it doesn't make you tummy. So what are you right? Rabbi Akiva compares it to Nida. To say that it's fully like a nida, that all the halachas of a nida apply. So we have no proof that he holds. That it's coming to say lakula. That it's only matami if it's complete, not if it's broken, like a nida, we don't know. And therefore, Rabbanon Raguri asked, what does Rabbi Kiva hold? Rabbanon definitely hold that it's not matami leivarim. Why? Because if it would just be for the stringency to say, that at the time of the Maso, the Navi would have used the Nevela as a, as, as, as a comparison, not, not a Nida. So most is comparing it to a Nida for the leniency to say that it's only Metami when it's complete. However, Rabbi Kiva, 
the holes that the Novi compared to to say that all the stringencies of its tumor apply, that it's in the time of the Masra and even by every Misami with a lifted or heavy rock. So we don't know what he holds regarding the leniency. Is it only Matami when it's complete or also when it's broken? We don't know. And since we don't know, that's why Nechon Merguri had a question and he couldn't prove from, from our discussion of being. That's the end of Rabbah's approach. Rabbah, again, because of the word Tizrei, said it must be the Rabbonin hold that is Matami Bimas. So the whole Machlegis is about the end of Misami, and that's how we got to this whole discussion of being. Then we'll have another approach, Rabbi Lozer's approach. Rabbi Lozer holds, no, he takes it face value. The Machloik is, is if it's Matami Bimas. Don't, don't add anything to me. The Rabbi Lozer, Omar, Rabbi Lozer holds, just the opposite. We're not going to go so extreme to compare it to Anida that is Matami, even with a lifted or heavy rock. No, no, no. It's a Tumadira. We're not going to go so far. Everyone agrees that a lifted or heavy rock is not Matami. By Abidazar. Keep thinking of Masa. Look at the mission at the Mahalik. It says whether lifting without touching makes you Tumadira. The problem is, now let's go through the details. Yeah, let's try to see. According to Rabbi Kiva, why did the Torah compare to Hashanah? We could use the same answer we said before. To say that the utensils that are used to serve it are Tamil like The truth is, Rabbi Kiva could say something else. He could say that a Sheretz is coming to take it away from Anida, that it's not Metami Be'evim Esam. Just like we said, according to Rabbanan and Rabbi's opinion. Fine, fine. But Lepoyo, he could also learn that. that uh, that in the Misham Shev of the Zara are Metami like a Sheretz. Verabon and Lamayil Chasayis Kishlemido, we can use the same thing. Ma Nida in a Leivar, Ma Nida in a Leivar. The same thing you said before, tell us the same thing. Just like a Nida's Metami only when she's home, so to have a Dezara Metami only when it's home. Fine. Now we have the question we asked before, according to the Rabbonon, in Rabbi's opinion. If you're only learning the halacha of lifting it without touching it, but you're not learning the halacha of Evan Misami of a lifted or a heavy rock, so why did you compare it to the Veilon? Why are we comparing it to Nida? So the Gemara answers Lemasim to say that if you lift it without touching it, you become Tomei. If so, ask the Gemara, look, Shilin the Why doesn't he compare it? Tonavela, which has, has exactly that halacha, that lifting it makes you tummy without touching it, but not even misame. Says the Gemara, "Einochi nami, right? Elamani the einolivarim, arhabitazar einolivarim." The same thing which Rabbanon learned from it, Rabbi Kiva is going to learn from it. Rabbi Kiva is going to learn that it's like a nida for the leniency, that it's only mitame when it's complete and not when it's broken. So basically, we're using here svaris that Rabbah mentioned. But a bit differently, yeah. Rabban compared to Sheretz totally. That it's metame only b'magon, not b'masa. 
Why do they compare it to, why does the Navi compare it to Anida? For the leniency that it's only Matamiho. Why does the Mikiva compare it to Asharetz? For the, that, the uh, Khaira, I guess, but uh, we'll see. But the, why does it compare it to Asharetz? That the utensils are Matamiho like Asharetz. Why is it compared to Anida? That it's Matamiho Masa. But why couldn't he choose Nevela? Because he wants to say something else. It wants to say that it's not mitame when it's broken, only mitame when it's home. But now we're stuck because that person who asked the question, who asked the question, what's the halacha is broken to pieces? And we answer that he's talking according to Rabbi Akiva. But now Rabbi Akiva also holds that it's compared to Anida to say that it's not mitame when it's broken to pieces. But the boy that which Abchama Bakuria asked, that we deserve Yeshnali Vodim, Evelay Vodim. Does it make you tell me when it's broken or not? Tif Shalemi Ha. Let him answer from what we just said now. Bain Rabbana, Bain Rabbi Akiva, according to both of them. The Evelay Vodim. That's not the time when it's broken. So it's more very simple. Abchama Bakuria, Kirabamasni. He learned like Rabbu. Oh boy, well, he was Rabbi Akiva. He held like Rabbi's opinion that everyone holds that it's been time of the Masa. And if the Kiva is comparing it to Anida totally, that it's Matami even by Evan Misami. And therefore, we don't know what Abi Kiva holds if it has the leniency of Anida that it's only Matami when she's whole. Or it's only Matami when David is whole. And Abcham Bakuri was asking, according to Nab, according to Abi Kiva. That's the end of that discussion. And then we're now going to bring Bryce's supporting or questioning the different opinions of Rabbi Lozar and Nab. So to summarize, Abi Kiva started the subject brought down the subject of Tumas Avidazar. He learns it from a, a Pasuk in Yishaya that it says that, that, that Yishaya tells the Eden treat, uh, treat it like Anida and say, tell it go out. So we see it has Tuma like Anida. That what? That has Mitami Vemasa. We see in a Mishnah Avidazar. Rabbanon argue and they say no. The Torah compares it to a sheretz. Shakir says Shakir says no. That's too much sheretz. Too much sheretz is not mitam of masa. Only the mag of masa means lifting it without touching it. It's only mitam when you touch. So if you read the Mishnah, it sounds like there's a machlekes whether it's mitam with lifting without touching or not. Comes Rabbi and says no, that's impossible. The pasuk is telling you push away avodizara, push away avodizara, push away avodizara. It starts telling you it's tummy. Then tizrei make it foreign. Say tummy, tell it go out. Rabbanu is going to tell me that that, 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 that in that that is going to tell me and tell me that that it's not so strict that it has only a tumah of a sheretz can. If the pasuk is using here tumas nida for sure, it's coming to compare it somewhat to nida for the stringency. It must be that Rabbanu also hold that if you lift it without touching your tongue. Oy so why are they comparing it to a sheretz? What's this whole machlekes? There's a specific type of Tumas Masa which is unique for Anita. That even on a lifted rock or on a heavy rock and, and there's something under it, it's still considered Masa, it's still considered that it's lifting the thing on top of it. So for that, I wouldn't say no. For that, we compare it to a Sheret that it's not Metami so strict. And Abikiva says, no, it's like Anita and it's Metami even on this lifted or heavy rock. Now, Lopoyal, the Torah, did compare it to a Sheret. And the Novi compared it to Anida. What is everyone going to do with these comparisons? 
So Rabbi Kiva says, Sharetz, the Mishamshi Avivizor, the things that are useful with Avivizor, they're like a Sharetz. Rabbana, what are they going to do with the Nida? Masa, why couldn't you use Nevelo? It's coming to add another detail, a leniency. That it's only Metame when the Nida is complete. So to Avivizor, is only Metame when Avivizor is complete. If it's broken, it's not Metame. I, there was an Amir which had a question, what's the halacha in such a case, or Chama Barguria? He's asking according to Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, we learn like the tomb of Anida totally. So the question is, does he also learn the leniency or not? We don't know. That was Rabbi's opinion. Comes Rabbi Lazar and says, no, take the Mishnah and read it and teach it. The Mishnah says, there's a machoikis, but it's metami b'masa, that's it. And Evan is sami for sure not. If it's a higher lifted rock or a heavy rock, it's not metami. Okay, let's try to analyze the Mishnah. The Torah compared it to Asheris. What is Rabbi Kiva going to do with that? It's compared to Asheris to the Misham Shavu The utensils are talking like Asheris, only by touch, right? Now, what are Rabbanu going to do with the person that it's like a Nida? That it's only time when it's complete, not when it's broken, fine. What is Rabbi Kiva, what, why? If uh, Rabbi Kiva learns that it's like a Nida for what? To say that it's time in the Masim, that was lifting it without touching your tummy. Why can't you use Nevela? Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Lazar, agrees. That the unique type of masa of a nido, which is even misami, a lifted or a heavy rock, does not make it thumb. So why doesn't the, 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 the Novi compare it to, to the Vela? So we must say that Rabbi Kiva also holds that it's not metami when it's broken. And that's he's comparing it to a nido. So why was Rabbi Kiva asking the question whether it's metami or not when it's broken? Rabbi Kiva and Abonim hold both hold or not? He doesn't hold like a Velazo, he holds like a Rabba. And if he's asking, according to Rambo, according to Rambo, that's not.